Welcome to Rising Moon Astrology. This is Mary Pat Lynch of Rising Moon Astrology welcoming you to my podcast. I release podcast episodes for each new and full moon, occasionally for other special astrological events, but generally the new and full moons, which are my focus. My website, risingmoonastrology.com, has information about the readings I offer as a consulting astrologer and some other information about my background and astrology in general. I'm also on Instagram as Rising Moon Astrology. And I have a newsletter if you'd like to receive this information in your email inbox. The music that you hear is composed and performed by flautist Suzanne Tang. The track is called September Angels, and her music is available through magnitudes.com. Welcome to my overview for tonight's full moon in Aquarius. This full moon brings together a lot of important and powerful planets and points in the fixed signs, which means it can feel like we're being presented with things as they are, things that can't change or won't change, or perhaps things we prefer not to change. I mean, we are in a time in history that feels unstable. And while there are changes that many of us would welcome, the process of getting there seems kind of fraught right now and is impacting all of our personal lives in ways that vary from the tragic, the life-changing, to the, you know, annoying or threatening in, like, can I put gas in my car? And what's the grocery bill going to look like this week? Um, A range of responses to a time of instability. And this full moon is giving us front row seats to see and feel what that is like.
as we reach the full moon in Aquarius, we realize there is more going on than the full moon itself. It's as if the luminaries, sun and moon, light up the sky day and night to draw our attention to bigger patterns unfolding before our eyes. Full moons illuminate. This full moon focuses its spotlight on where we are now within much larger cycles. One key to where we are is the great conjunction between Saturn and Jupiter that happened on the winter solstice 2020. These two meet about every 20 years, but this also happens within a much larger pattern. The winter solstice 2020 meeting took us firmly into a new era in which all the Jupiter-Saturn conjunctions would be in air signs. We're now in an era of air, when the qualities, positive and challenging, of this element will shape our world. We'd been in an era of Earth, which we entered fully in 1842 with a Jupiter-Saturn conjunction in Capricorn. Those years were marked by an incredible expansion of technologies that reshaped the physical world. Steam, electricity, nuclear power, the expansion of cities. We covered much of the earth with our own built structures, slicing through ecosystems to connect to each other, extracting solid resources from the body of the earth. Now we've entered a time of air, in which communication is already predominating. The 24-hour news cycle, influencers, fake news, memes, also viruses. The positives and challenges of rapid exchange. This is new, though, historically. At the time of the conjunction, there was talk about what this new era would bring for the next several hundred years, along with the recognition that we can't know yet. We don't know. 2021 was marked by the Saturn-Uranus square. Tension between those who want to hold the line, keep to tradition and consolidate their power, and those pushing for deep, radical change. There were three exact squares in 2021, with these two planets staying close enough together to be noticeable throughout the year. 2022 has had no exact squares, but we're hardly out of the woods. This full moon is a perfect example. Look at the chart if you haven't already. Saturn is conjunct the moon and opposing the sun. All three are squaring Mars, Uranus, and the nodes of the moon. Yes, the Saturn-Uranus square is being activated. Strongly. What's being illuminated at this full moon is our place in these much, much bigger patterns. We've been offered front row seats. We're not going to miss this show. The context I've set of the Great Conjunction shifting from an era of Earth to one of air, and the Saturn-Uranus squares are both important. I am not suggesting 
that tonight's full moon heralds some specific definitive disaster. I'm not predicting anything in particular. My point is rather that we're in a massive time of transition. We know this. We can feel it. And we're disturbed, knocked off balance by the instability we see around us. This is the time in history in which we find ourselves. Saturn-Uranus squares signal things coming apart. Even for Saturn, who wants to hold the line and preserve tradition, how that happens must change in the face of bigger shifts. Uranus, on the other hand, welcomes disruption as a precursor to something better without minding the size of the mess created in the process. We're just people trying to live good lives. How do we situate ourselves? How do we respond, participate, engage, or not? What is our role? These are key questions for this full moon. The connection to our birth charts, how precise it is and how it's configured, tells us how strongly we will feel this. Check your birth chart. This is something I say all the time. Where does the full moon fall in your chart, the sun-moon opposition? This time around, also check to see where Saturn, Uranus, Mars, and the north and south nodes of the moon are relative to your chart. The stronger the connection to your birth chart, the more personally you're likely to feel this full moon. Are any of the planets and points involved angular in your chart? In other words, does this full moon or Saturn, Uranus, Mars, or the nodes fall on or near your ascendant-descendant axis or the midheaven IC axis? If so, this is a strong connection. Note, Uranus and the North Node are currently conjunct my midheaven, the opening to my 10th house and the angle at the top of my chart. Saturn recently crossed over my descendant and opposed my ascendant. I'm definitely feeling this. Are any of the planets and points making strong aspects to planets and points in your chart? Look for conjunctions, oppositions, trines, and squares especially. These also increase the likelihood you'll feel this full moon personally. Note. Transiting Saturn is trining my Mercury and my Neptune. Mars is squaring my Ascendant and Pluto. Also personal and strong. Another thing to consider. Are other planets transiting over your Saturn or Uranus? The key themes we've explored for this full moon have to do with the precarious push-pull between forces insisting we need to maintain the status quo and forces pushing for big change. If your two planets, Saturn, Uranus, are being aspected by the full moon or any other planets, 
This, too, will increase your sense that the full moon affects you personally. Note, transiting Pluto is currently opposing my Uranus. If you don't have a strong connection to this full moon in your birth chart, it's still important. It reflects world events that impact us all. If there is a strong connection, how might it show up? At one level, you might feel a stronger connection to world events. They might hold your attention, disrupt your equanimity, and upset you. While I believe it's important in these times to remain well-informed, it's also true that managing our exposure to media is vital. If you find yourself doom-scrolling or overwhelmed, stop watching. Take a news break. Strong connections can also show up as changes, challenges, or gifts in our personal lives. We might see or experience how our life is affected by world events. To loop back to one of the notes about my chart, having Uranus and the North Node conjunct my midheaven means my career and public life is kind of up for grabs. I can feel the instability and have no idea where it will end up. I just don't know yet. At this full moon, we're meant to notice. We're meant to see and feel where we are now, where we might like to be, and at the same time to recognize that the path from now to a desired future looks pretty murky. The challenge is to continue to create good lives for ourselves and others while living with uncertainty. Uncertainty is always here, always part of the human condition. And right now, it feels more than a bit extra. So look for ways to take care of yourself and others while working toward your core goals. It's messy. It's difficult. Don't give up. A sun in Leo and a moon in Aquarius never give up. This is Mary Pat Lynch of Rising Moon Astrology wishing you the best possible illumination from this full moon. I hope we all get to see something really important about our own patterns in how we interact with the world and what we want to do about that. These are messy times and we can deal with it. We'll get through it. As always, thank you for listening.